And I think whatever you're giving space for, whatever kind of healing you're doing, whatever inner work has to happen, that is so true. When we give space for that healing, it gives even more space to evolve. Hi, friend. Welcome to Gather and Growth, a show created for passionate, growth-focused, rural women like you. From mindset work and building strong habits to exploring the unique joys and challenges of living rural, this is a show to leave you feeling joyful, inspired, and a little less alone. Together, we're on a journey of reaching for the most confident, healthy, and authentic version of ourselves, and I'm forever grateful to have you by my side. Whether you're currently running on a back road, shuffling kids to town, hopping along for a tractor ride, or three loads deep into folding laundry, grab yourself a nice coffee and let's dive in. Hi, hello, good morning, and happy Monday. Okay, in reality, when you listen to this, it's probably neither morning or Monday, but it is Halloween here, (laughs) which means I have a full day of Halloween parties and trick-or-treating and fun to look forward to. Can we just collectively decide as a society that Halloween should be like the last Saturday in October and not on a Monday if you are a teacher and you are listening to this, I I appreciate you and I see you. I have lived that life and gosh, aren't holidays so fun and also just exhausting. So if you are listening to this in real time on the day this episode comes out, it is Thursday after Halloween being on Monday and it means we are almost to the weekend. So may the odds be in all of our favor. Anyway, so I've had a really interesting realization. Okay, so if you, just for context, if you are new to the podcast, hi, hello, welcome. I invite you to go back a few episodes, the episode How to Ask for Help. I started therapy a few weeks ago. And so I'm just in the middle of processing a lot. And interestingly enough, like not even necessarily the things that I thought I was going to be, which I think is kind of the point. But for some reason, it's surprising to me. Anyway, I wanted to share something with you that my therapist said on Friday that has really got my wheels turning, okay? So uh, we were just talking about some different, I guess for lack of a better word, like coping strategies. Like, what do I like to do? What are some things that I can do when I'm feeling overwhelmed or processing a lot or feeling stressed or just struggling, right? So we're talking about running and walking and she's like asking about some different things. She's like, oh, do you do you like reading? And I'm like, yeah, I read every day. And she's like, oh, okay, what like what kind what kind of books do you read? Um, now she has a little bit of context. She knows what I do and what I'm into and you know how I just nerd out over over all the things. And I'm like, oh well, personal growth books, blah, 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 blah. You know, I really enjoy things about business or parenting and just I really love learning. And she's like, okay, like, do you ever read anything like just for fun? And I'm like, well, well, yeah, like reading's fun. And she was like, no, like something that doesn't have to do with what you do for work. And I was like, no, no. She was like, okay. Um, so we're, you know, going down the list and she's asking, oh, do you like to do this? Do you like to do that? And she's like, okay, well, like, do you listen to podcasts? I'm like, yeah, I most days I would say. And so kind of the same question, what kind of podcast do you listen to? Oh, well, I listen to this and that. And 
you know, everything is related to personal growth in some way that I get into, whether it is on purpose or an accident, you know, whether it's it's related to, to agriculture or parenting or business or goal setting or whatever, like pretty much everything that I keep up with all dance around really the kind of stuff this podcast is about, you know, the kind of the line of work that I'm doing. And she's like, okay, do you listen to anything that's just like entertaining? And again, I met her with like a blank stare. I'm like, no. <laughs> and she was like, okay, why? And I'm like, I don't know. It just, first of all, I don't even think of it. Second of all, like, is that a waste of my time? And she was like, well, not everything you do. <laughs> has to be optimized of like productivity and that you know and then we just moved on and started talking about other things but that alone really got me thinking all weekend long so on friday i I put up on my instagram stories and i'm like okay she has challenged me to read or listen to something that is not nonfiction, that is not related to to work or growth or business in some capacity, like literally, where do I even begin? And y'all came out. I I promise I will share all of that. Y'all had amazing, so many recommendations on podcasts that you think are funny or entertaining or books that you've really enjoyed. And I have been really sitting with why that felt so, um, what's what I'm looking for? Off-putting, like weird to me. Okay. And then on Saturday, my college roommate calls and, you know, I was just kind of telling her about all this. She's like, yeah, I saw your story. And here is a book series, this fantasy series that really helped me when I was going through a hard time. I was just able to get like totally lost in it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. And so I, I went back that evening and like researched it. Like I was, I don't even know, picking out something for my newborn baby, like read all of these different reviews, went on TikTok, was watching all this stuff on it. And this this book series has this really huge cult following. So a lot of people love it. And still in my body, I almost had like a visceral reaction to the idea of reading this type of book. And it really made me just sit back and be like, why? And so I woke up yesterday morning, Sunday morning, being like, it's not that I don't enjoy things. There's a lot of things I enjoy. I enjoy reading business or personal growth related books. I enjoy running. I enjoy what I do for work. Like I really, I think I have the best job ever, but I definitely also started to come to realize like there is not a lot that I do right now just for the sake of like the creativity or joy of it. And when I think back to like my childhood, for example, or my adolescence, like I, this should surprise no one, but I was a, what's the word I'm looking for? Voracious, vocarious. I read a lot of books. Like I, I just remember being in my room for hours and hours and hours getting totally lost. And I think in an environment where I felt, you know, like maybe I couldn't control the things around me or I was struggling and in different ways. And I just, I, books were my place. Like it's just where I went to get lost in other worlds. I read all different kinds of books and I realized I cannot remember the last time I read a book like that. Even sitting here now, I'm like racking my brain. I'm like, okay, what year did the Hunger Games came out? Because I definitely read those at some point. But otherwise, like it has been years. And then like, I've always been a very creative person. I've loved like making things, like crafty things maybe. 
And I can't remember like ever, say at least since my kids have been born, just like making something because I enjoy doing it or I feel inspired to create it other than, you know, like painting pumpkins with my kids or whatever. Now I use a lot of creativity in what I do, but it's also like very purposeful, like creating a podcast or writing an Instagram caption or making a graphic or formatting an email. And while that's all good and well, I think that I've totally lost touch with this part of myself that was so fully a part of who I was and so developed for so long. And I'm like, am I just like a really boring adult or is there like, am I really missing something here? So I don't really know what the answer to all of that looks like because I also have to be realistic. I only have so many hours in a day. There are other things that I have to do, but I'm starting to think about what does it look like to do something just because or just to be creative and for it to not have any monetary or goal-oriented output. I know that's counterintuitive. You know, this this podcast is all about goal setting and reaching your dreams. And that's true. But I'm also just starting to think about what does it look like to re-engage that side of my brain? And honestly, I'll, I'll be truthful with you. I'm also thinking like if I start tapping into that, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a brain scientist, but I know that there's a lot of like neural pathways that are created when we like do something creative with our hands or something that is very creative and physical at the same time. And I'm like, I can think of so many times I have stared at my computer being like, think brain, do like, what was that real audio that was like, come on brain, do the work, be so smart, right? Maybe I've been completely creatively uninspired because I haven't actually allowed myself to be creative or get lost in imagination or or fantasy or whatever that looks like. And perhaps allowing myself to really immerse in that would actually help me do the things that I want or need to do in these other areas of my business or my life without feeling like I'm trying so hard sometimes. If you've been hanging out with me online, I know you have heard about the personalized habit challenge, You Do You 82, that I created a few years ago. And I love You Do You 82. But right now I'm currently walking through a season of healing and growth where I need something just a little bit shorter to focus on. So I created a new challenge. It's really just a little sister to You Do You 82, and I'm calling it You Do You 32. It is a challenge when 82 days just feels a little impossibly long. It was created for the times when you need an attainable boost to get back to feeling like yourself again. For this challenge, I invite you to choose habits to support your physical and mental health that you can realistically do every day for 32 days. The purpose of this challenge is to get in the reps of doing the things that help you feel like your best, healthiest self. For more information, go ahead and click that link in the show notes. So anyway, I did a full research project on whether or not I should read this book series. And I finally was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And it felt like I was doing something wrong, which I also had to sit with. Like, how come... I can, without even thinking twice about it, I can open TikTok and I can scroll it for three or four hours, you know, at night. And I know that it's like not doing me any favors, but I can do it without even thinking twice. And the idea of opening up a book 
just for purely for fun feels visceral to me. So I was like, okay, I have no idea if I'm going to like this book series, but it seems like other people do. And my friend super highly recommended it. And I really trust her and she knows me pretty well. So, okay, I'm going to do it. So then I was like, okay, do I buy it on Amazon? Do I buy the whole set? Do I, do I go to the library? Like the idea of spending money on this book also felt confusing to me. Now, don't get me wrong. I put books in my Amazon cart and buy them like it is my job. It kind of is. But like Jenna Kutcher wrote a book, cart. It's on its way. Like someone in um, the, you know, one of my colleagues, someone that I admire or respect, I look up to said a book really helped them. Like I buy it without question. (laughs) The idea of ordering these books on Amazon, I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to, I don't know if I want to spend money on that. Like, what am I going to do when it's done? I'm just going to be done with it. That feels like a waste. I'm like, do I really go back and read all these personal growth books that are on my shelf? I mean, I do reference them and I refer them to other people, but like, why does something that is purely just for the joy of it feel so hard for me to commit to? So I'd full on decided I was going to go to the library this week and get it. And then I went to Walmart to get groceries, which is a whole nother situation. Going to Walmart the night before Halloween. Anyway, they had this book. And so I bought it. And then last night, after the kids were asleep, honestly, when I should have been going to sleep, I opened it and I stayed awake until 2.30 in the morning reading it. (laughs) Shocker, right? And then finally, I, you know, come to my senses and realize that if I don't stop reading, I'm never going to stop reading and the sun is going to be rising. And I'm laying in bed and I feel so different than if I had spent that same amount of time in some like TikTok spiral, right? I felt energized. I felt like my brain was going so fast, but not in a way that was upsetting in a way that was like exciting and fun. And like, I almost couldn't sleep because I was so shocked by how differently I felt doing that. Then I keep going back to TikTok, but let's be honest. Then like, then four hours on TikTok, whatever, like after spending that much time on social media, I don't think I even realized how depleted I was feeling. Which actually recently I saw a TikTok that was talking about how social media is so damaging to our brains, which we all know that. But, and here's one of the reasons why, like we're not as humans designed to process as many emotions as social media makes us feel in the span of minutes. We watch one video and it's so sad and gut-wrenching and it like deeply upsets us. We watch the next video and it's hilarious. We watch another video and it's kind of funny. We watch another video and it makes us think. We watch another video that just makes us feel crappy about ourselves. We watch another video that is like news information that feels super overwhelming. We watch another video that is lighthearted and inspiring. And we go through the span of emotions in such a fast manner that our body literally cannot process them. We're meant to feel an emotion and fully feel it and then move on. And social media just like makes us jump from one thing to the next, which literally numbs us from being able to feel things in real life. And that video alone has made me completely reevaluate the way I'm spending time on social media. And I still have not found the balance, especially since social media is part of what has brought me to you, what is like the baseline behind behind what I'm doing in the world. But I'm starting to consider like, what role does this play in my life and business? And do I have to use it in the way that I always have? Because I'm starting to see the effect that it's having on my brain outside of what I've been aware of. So anyway, 
I'm like two thirds of the way done with this book. It is called A Court of Thorns and Roses. If anyone is interested, I will say it is very fantasy. It is not a genre that I have probably read since I was in eighth grade, but I devoured it last night and I'm not quite done, but I think I would recommend it. And it's so interesting because like, why am I hesitant to recommend a book that clearly I read for hours and enjoyed? So weird. So weird. Um, Anyway, there's like four or five more books in the series. So I guess I'm in it now and I'm being okay with it. And just exploring the possibility of what it looks like to do things to reactivate this creative side of my brain and therefore impact my creative juices elsewhere and like just reignite this like deep creativity and joy that I feel like I've lost touch with. And I hadn't even realized up until my therapist asking about this that I was even disconnected from that. I do things that I enjoy. I wouldn't say I just walk around doing all of these things that I hate in the world. Like I talk about joy all the time, but just her even asking, like, do you read for fun or like do anything creatively has made me be like, oh my gosh, I am so disconnected with this part of myself that I love. So anyway, it's just completely opened the doorways to me reconsidering my whole entire life. (laughs) Oh, and that kind of segues into what I intended to talk about on this podcast episode. You know, we're like 15 minutes in and I'm talking about fantasy books, but I think it's just really indicative to, um, you know, what I'm currently experiencing, which is starting therapy. First of all, I'm only two sessions in, so I'm not talking about this like I'm any kind of expert, but just having someone ask the right questions or ask any questions has just really made me start to think about things I never thought I needed to think about. Even like on Friday when I went in, we didn't really dive into anything I was expecting that we would. All of these other things kept presenting themselves. And I walked out of there like, I didn't know that any of that was in my brain and that it needed to come out. And I just feel lighter because of it. So this is definitely an interesting journey. And I'm grateful for the opportunity to share it with you because perhaps it will spark some level of your own journey, whether it's getting into a book you have not read since you were in seventh grade, or whether it's just reconsidering what parts of yourself you're out of touch with. I think that's really maybe normal as as adults or especially as moms. You know, we do all of these things that we need to do, right? We graduate from high school. We maybe go to college, maybe go into our career. We do the thing, we accomplish the things, we kind of let go of these parts of our former self to do what we need to do. You know, then we become parents. And then that's just like, we are truly living into someone else's needs. But in this season, I'm really just starting to reconsider, like, what is it that I actually love? And I don't think that it is selfish of me to to consider that because I know that the better I feel, the better that I'm a mom. The more healthy that I am doing, the more creative and joyful I am, that's going to overflow into the people around me. Like through this whole weekend of like reevaluating my whole life, I also realized like I have a really hard time getting into creative play with my kids, which I never necessarily had an awareness of. And it's not that I don't want to, I was a teacher, for goodness sake. Like, I was a camp counselor. Like, I've never struggled to be imaginative or creative. But now, 
when I'm with my kids, when I would argue that it matters the most, I struggle to connect with that. And I think it's because I'm so disconnected from this part of myself compared to how I maybe previously have been before. So anyway, I'm just very open to exploring what this looks like. I don't know that I have an answer for you, but there's a glimpse into into what I'm processing. What I really came here to talk about today is just what it means to grow through these seasons of, of healing. And this idea was sparked by a message that I got. As I've been sharing pieces of this journey on social media, I have been overwhelmed in the best way possible with women in our community who are sharing what their own journey looks like. And I have been using social media, like I said, very sparingly because I'm trying to, you know, I'm just processing a lot. And it's just one thing I know that right now I have to let go of so that my brain can rearrange and think about other things. And I'm okay with that. So if you are following along, I promise more content coming soon. But right now I just really need to focus on my heart work and my retreat that's coming up um, more than I need to focus on creating Instagram captions. Anyway, with that being said, I have had so many comments and messages related to what I'm experiencing and what I'm sharing and women sharing their own hearts and their own journeys. And one message in particular really, really got me thinking. She said, and I wish I could find the exact message. I wish I would have screenshotted it. And if I'm being completely honest with you, I can't even remember who said this, but what she said, I have not stopped thinking about. And she said something along the lines of, I used to think that in seasons of healing, my life and my business had to come to a halt. Any attempts of, of working through this like inner work or, or processing my own healing would hold me back and I'd need to focus on just that and that everything else would stop. And she said, I've come to realize that the opposite is really true. I grow deeper and I go further than I ever imagined alongside these seasons of healing. And that was so comforting to me because I I have felt like that too. Like, okay, I'm diving in, I'm doing the work. I really need to process these parts of myself and parts of my past. And I, I have felt like everything else needs to stop or is going to stop or has to stop so that I can do that. I mean, just even evident by the fact that I haven't been posting on Instagram, which is just a really small example. And her message has really stuck with me. And I have found it to be so interesting and so true because as I just even told in that whole story about (laughs) my gateway to to fiction books is the deeper we go into ourselves, and the more that we allow space to heal and to process and to grow, the more we get connected with our inner working and Therefore, like really in tune with the reality that's happening around us, which actually allows us to grow at such a deeper level than we had been otherwise. I think that most of us can attest to the fact that there have been seasons of life where we are just grinding it out, right? We're not even really fully paying attention to what's going on around us. We are just doing the things, right? We're waking up. We're doing everything we need to do. We're doing our work exactly as we need to do it. And, you know, we're, we're checking off all the boxes. We're quote unquote thriving. We're going to bed at night. You're like, we're just doing it, right? And in those seasons, not that there's anything wrong with that, but we, we become disconnected, right? And so at some point we reach this cap 
of productivity or effectiveness is just where I kind of feel like I had gotten to recently where I was like, I cannot go any further when this thing deep inside me is letting me know that I need to stop and feel and heal and process. I even said it in in my very first session. I was like, I can feel in my core, like in my chest, kind of like belly area, that there is something inside of me that has to come out or be worked through or process. And I don't know what that means. I don't know what that looks like, but I know that if I continue pushing, it is going to continue feeling like I am running through a brick wall. There is some part inside of me that knows that we have to do this right now. And I know it's going to be hard. I know it's going to be a really messy, confusing season as I unpack and reconfigure and rearrange. But I am confident that explosive growth is on the other side. And I think whatever you're giving space for, whatever kind of healing you're doing, whatever inner work has to happen, that is so true. When we give space for that healing, it gives even more space to evolve. And I'm also trying to not approach the season of like, okay, I'm going to check off all these boxes and then I'm going to feel better and then I'm going to be more productive, right? Like I am truly sitting with, what does it mean to turn inward as a person, be self-reflective, explore these parts of me and come out on the other side in a way that I never expected and be able to not only be more effective at my job, be better at my business, be more creative, be more impactful, but also feel more whole and fulfilled. And just this like weekend realization of being disconnected with my creativity is one example of a way that I will forever be changed by this because I've given myself the space to do so. I don't know if I ever, if not maybe for years, would have ever made the kind of connection of like, wow, Emily, you used to really love reading just to get lost in the joy of it. You used to really love making, creating, being crafty with your hands, and you are disconnected from that. Like some kind of like boring adult awareness just had like turned off that side of my brain and everything, even the things I enjoyed had become so analytical. And I never fully identified myself as a person that was super, let's see. Okay. Is it left brain is like super analytical and right brain is creative. I know that there's like pathways that go back and forth, but I never fully aligned with like this really task oriented analytical side of things. Cause I always felt this really explosive freeform creativity within me, but it was like, without even recognizing it, I've been slowly packing that deeper and deeper away so that I could get more done, that I could optimize better so that I could have more results in my personal and professional life. And not to say that I, like I said, I turned off all creativity and joy. I still do a lot of creative things that I enjoy. But I think there is, there's a part of me asking me to come back to what makes me me. And just saying that out loud, like kind of makes my eyes well up with tears. Cause it's like, what other parts of me are yet to be explored or meant to be revisited? And I'm not sure what that looks like. But I am excited by the fact that going through a journey of healing doesn't stop my growth. In fact, 
it's pushing me to grow in ways that I never expected in ways that I know will be fruitful and impactful, both externally and internally, both for you, for the women I work with, and for my family. And I think that developing this kind of, a different kind of awareness has helped me become more in tune with myself. I would say I'm very self-aware. Like I am fully in the depths of personal growth, right? I actually asked my therapist, I'm like, do you have to tell many of the people you work with to work on themselves less? She's like, "Mm, I've had one. (laughs) And it's not a bad thing. I love, I think that that being involved in a personal growth journey is so impactful. Obviously, that's that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. That's why I created this podcast. But right now, it's just looking different for me than it's been before. And it's what's isn't it like a taylor swift lyric like we're happy free confused and lonely in the best way (laughs) it's kind of what it feels like it's exciting and scary and bringing out just curiosity and emotion that hasn't been there for a while so it's fun and if right now that means reading fantasy novels then i guess i'm here for it and maybe, maybe I'll start, maybe I'll take up macrame or something. I don't know. I don't know what this looks like, but my takeaway for you, if I had to create one is to get curious, what do you love? What did you love before the world told you what it needed from you? When you think back to who you were before you were looking for the the opinions, the love, the acceptance of, of your peers or boyfriends or other people or the job or the college or the team. Like what makes you feel like you? Or what are you curious about? What seems interesting but a waste of time? Maybe dig into that because maybe those very things that feel like a waste of time are really the things that help us feel the most alive. And I think that when we feel the most alive, we can most fully live our purpose in more ways than one. So get curious. And I invite you to reimagine what productivity and impact and worth look like for you. And I invite you to bring a little bit more joy into your life. Even if you're the kind of person like I was that felt like I had a lot of joy in my life, hmm, maybe there's something that you enjoy that you haven't made time for. And it doesn't have to be staying up until two o'clock in the morning. I'm not sure that I'd recommend that to anyone because man, am I dragging this morning. But maybe a little bit here and a little bit there. And maybe swap out something like, uh, you know, scrolling social media even just for a half hour for that thing, just for the freaking fun of it. And that's all. And I'll be back next week. Um, Next week, we have a really exciting interview. I can't wait for you to listen. And then after that, maybe I'll share more of what's on my heart as I navigate this journey. I really appreciate every message, every comment that you have shared as you navigate your own journey and we can really walk through the season of life together. It means a lot to me. I'm so, so grateful for you. 
and I hope you have the best day. Have I told you today how much I appreciate you? I'd like to imagine this was a meaningful backyard patio kind of chat between friends sipping LaCroix at sunset. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a screenshot to share or forward this episode to a friend. You can also find me at Emily Rushel over on social to continue the conversation. It's truly a joy to hear what tidbits and takeaways made an impact on your day. As always, all links and resources mentioned in today's episode can be found in the show notes listed below or over at emilyrushell.com. Special thanks to my podcast manager, Jill Carr, for the time and love she puts into producing gathering growth for this community. What a blessing it is to be on this personal growth journey together. Forever grateful for you.